Hello and welcome back to Daytime Drinkers. Um, we're back for another episode. Uh, Daytime drinking. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every time. Right. Oh. right. Welcome to another episode of Daytime Drinkers. We're here today with myself, James. Pav. Hello. Arnon. Hello. Uh, and once again, we're here to share two beers each. We'll uh, each go around introducing the beers and we'll have a quick taste. So, uh, start it off with a little introduction of each of the beers and then we'll get into it. And so I have uh, one from Goose 312. No, 312. Three, <laughs> goose 312. Urban no, Tales. Start again. Goose Island. Also, I'm pretty sure it's Goose Island. Goose Island. And the beer is Goose 312. The first one I have bought is from Goose Island Beer Company and it's the Goose 312 Urban Wheat Ale and the other one is a German beer by Aus Bayern No, it's by Erdinger <laughs> Erdinger Wissenbauer and it's the Erdinger Weissbier Alright, got there eventually I have Come with a black ale from Harvey's Town called Old Engine Oil, and I have a backyard brew called the Lawnmower, which is an amber ale. No, it's not. It's an amber lager. <gasps> I'm bringing the lager back. Bringing lager. <laughs> okay. mm. um, and I've got the Gorilla Chocolate Amaretto Stout from Blue Monkey Brewery. And second up, I've got the Stone IPA from Stone Brewery. All right. All nice. Right. All right. Um, who wants to kick it off? Shall we, shall we kick it off with my lovely goose here? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Crack it open. Get that nice little cracking sound going. Oh, not bad. Now, this, uh, I believe, has uh, been brewed... I don't know when they started, because I haven't gone that far in my research, but I do know that it's uh, unfiltered, as they say, so that they don't get rid of any, rid of, any of the soul or heart of the uh, actual beer and uh, apparently there's meant to be lots of flavours that have been added to it. It's meant to be very rich bodied and as you can see from the colour and the uh, amount of head that is showing up, it's quite rich bodied I think. Okay, there we go. Now, there's meant to have, be have some strong aromas to yeah, it as well. what do you guys think of the smell? Yeah. Hmm. It's definitely wheaty isn't it? It's very wheaty. I wonder what they mean by urban wheat as well. Just picked it off the street. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow somebody started growing wheat on the street. Like, do you think like gorilla fa like farmers? You know, <laughs> but they just throw wheat seeds around. And then it grows and they come back yeah. and take it. But the, the smell isn't overpoweringly wheaty, so it's okay. I've got to say, you've um, doubled up on the wheat uh, today, haven't you? Hmm? You've doubled up on the wheat today, haven't you? Indeed, I have. Vice beer as well, made with wheat, so. It's is, a rather witty week. Is Goose Island an American company? Are we? Um, I haven't got that far in so. research, but are we putting Goose up against the Germans? We are. The I've, Americans against the Germans. I've, I've got to say, I think every single wheat beer I've ever had, I go in with expecting it to taste like a German wheat beer, and it never ever does. And it's always, in my opinion, really disappointing because I absolutely love them. I'm gonna absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to this German wheat beer now because I've never really had many Let's wheat talk beers. about but Goose yes. 312. Yeah. What we make of this? It goes down very smoothly. The smell is not overpowering, in my opinion. 
Now the colour of it, as always, beautiful, so golden. It's, it's a very easy beer to drink. Yeah, I've got to say, it goes down very easy. Not a lot of flavour to it, in my opinion. I was going to say, I don't really yeah. have a lot to say about yeah. it. it if meant, anything. They, they, meant, they did say that it's meant to be quite flavourful, but I'm not really getting much other than slight hints of wheaty alcohol. It looks like... I'm almost getting like a weak apple juice to me. I don't, that's like yeah. a weird thing to say, maybe. Mm. Definitely, depending on the percentage, I mean, 4.2, I think this could definitely be a session beer. Mm. You know, you can have a nice couple without it really hindering your Affecting you too much, yeah. yeah. Unless your name is Pat. <laughs> then one and you're done, you're just done with it. You're just knocked out on the sofa. It's a very easy drink. Mm. Again, just... Not, easy to go not, down. Yeah, yeah, not much facing. No hoppiness, like, much to it. Could have more flavour to it, definitely. This may be uh, quite a rude thing to say, but mm. would you guys even consider this a craft beer? It To me... It just, As someone who doesn't know much about craft beers, I would. <laughs> like... But no, yeah, I know what you mean. There's nothing... like I wouldn't say there's anything special to it. There's I mean, nothing that stands out where I'm like, I can pinpoint that, and that's what I think of when I think of Goose 312 yeah. Urban Wheat Ale. Hmm. No. Yeah. It's just very generic. Yeah, beer. that's true. It definitely has that wheaty taste to it. It's not but, enough but, to carry it though. But that's it. Yeah. Well, well then. A slight uh, a start. disappointing yeah. start, but hey, things can only get better. Cool. Um, so next up, we've got the Stone IPA from Stone Brewery. Um, so Stone Brewery, they've been around since the uh, 90s. I think they originally started in 1996. Uh, I think they're rated as the sixth biggest craft brewery in the US and there's been a real surge of them over in Europe recently and I think I believe that's because last year they opened up um, a big uh, European headquarters in Berlin. I uh, thought I saw Berlin on the can. Yeah oh. so, so, so these ones obviously because we're in Europe we get them all from Berlin so yeah let's crack it open. Uh, this is the uh, 330ml can of the Stone IPA. It's a nice sound. Got a quite traditional word gargoyle um, as their mascot. I think originally sort of like to ward off bad spirits um, by an artist. I think either one of the co-founders or a friend of the co-founder originally made it. Uh, one of actually their favourite beers I've got to say, which features more prominently the gargoyle, is Arrogant Bastard Ale, um, which is a very strong beer that comes in a very big can, so it definitely uh, knocks you on your arse. Sounds like something we should have sometime. Yeah, again, very golden. I would say this That's is nice more golden. Much more the golden. The previous mm. uh, beer was a bit paler. This yeah, got I've, I've got to say, even though, the la- the even though the goose was supposed to be unfiltered, this is much more cloudy. Mm. It and has a stronger smell to it as well. Yeah, you get, get hot straight away, don't you? It smells something else in there, but I can't put my finger on it. Mm. Very strong taste as well. I'm not sure if yeah. it's just my taste palette, but it's uh, it's quite powerful. The bitterness is definitely just staying yeah. pungent, potent, stuck to my tongue. Yeah, you get that very hop, oily, sort of like mm. dripping down the sides of your cheeks. Yeah. That really give that lasting bitter feel. I feel. It's now. What type of beer is this? Uh, IPA. IPA. Mm. Yeah, Indian Pale Ale. So again, IPA just mainly 
used to be obviously because it would last the journey to uh, India. Thank you. Yeah. And the reason usually it would last um, the journey to India is because it just contains so many hops. Hops. I think one of the main reasons originally they were added to beer was because they're a preservative. Mm. <coughs> and that's where you get these really hoppy flavours from. And I think just more and more because, I don't know, maybe just because there's more strains of hops. I don't really know, but there's just more and more flavours that add almost citrusy flavours to it. All sorts. Okay. And what would you say is the difference between like an IPA and an APA and an EPA? Wait, there's things as APAs and EPAs? That's an American pale ale, an oh, English pale ale. Okay. I, I don't think there is. I think a lot of people just like to say sort of like where it's from. Okay. Admittedly, I think uh, APA is usually a little bit lighter mm-hmm. than an IPA, maybe a little less hoppy. You also get um, any IPA, New England IPAs. I'm, I'm not sure if they just decided it so it was more central to where they actually make it. <laughs> Nepa. Yeah. Ne- <laughs> yeah. Nepa looks really weird. Looks more like an organisation than a, a beer. Hmm. Now, I definitely enjoy it. It's different to what I would usually go for. The bitterness mm. can be uh, a bit strong at times. It seems to last. I can see myself having this with a steak or something, mm. a meal. Because you want that bitterness, but you don't want it to last. You want another flavour to come in, take its place. Yeah. It's, it's to like, clear your palate so you can enjoy it again. Yeah. So you're not having all these different tastes in your mouth. I think it's definitely a sipper, isn't it? Mm. Whereas, if, whereas if I found uh, the last of the goose one, you could just swallow that back. Oh yeah, quite there's a, still a bit left in the can, which I might have later, but yeah. definitely not a, fan, a favorite of that. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, mm. quite hot, but it does. It's not too complex a flavor either. It maybe I probably should have looked into this, but it's maybe sort of like just one or two hops, mm. sort of like come through with that just one flavour, whereas obviously you get some which are quite complex and mm. have lots of different flavours, but no, this is just quite one strong flavour coming through. I do love the branding and the naming of a lot of their uh, beers. Hmm. But yeah, about this IPA, all I can say is maybe a can with dinner, but not something you drink regularly on the night. I don't see it being that kind of drink, really. Yeah, I, I think it's one of a nice selection. I wouldn't want mm. a, a couple in a row, I don't think. Definitely but, something just to try out. Yeah, but just one to every now and then. I think definitely after a long day of work, you come home and you just want something that's flavourful, but... You not, just want to feel alive. Yeah. <laughs> you need something that's going to wake you up, I think, so you don't fall asleep at half seven by the time you've got home. But it's a pretty strong one. It might put you to sleep. It's uh, 6.9%. Okay. So, I have the Old Engine Oil, which is a black ale by Harveyston, and they spelt Harveyston really, really weird. How they spelt it, and how's it meant to be spelt? So, I would, say, ta- I would say town is spelled T-O-W-N, but they spelt it T-O-U-N. Wait, what? Let me see that. There you go. That's definitely not how it's spelt. Maybe it just sounds cool like that, I don't know. Harveston. Maybe it's the French way of spelling it. Stoon? Maybe it's not even meant to be town, yeah, maybe I'm just reading it wrong. Harvey Stoon. Engine oil, it's a very different name. I'm, I'm expecting it's gonna something be very thick and dark right now. Very dark, I'm expecting. Yeah. Dark colour, very thick. Yeah, described as a black ale. I'm not sure what makes something a black ale and how that differentiates it from a stout or... That is dark. That is very dark. Oh my god. Yeah, that's very dark. Wow. Water or, you know. It looks like 
It very much looks like a stout, especially with the very thick head on it as well. Oh my. If you're a regular listener, you know we are quite fond of our stouts and our... Stouts are great. Darker drinks on this show. I mean, like Ooh. I might have uh, talked about last time, I mean, a stout kind of just used to mean a strong, like, fortified mm. beer, so maybe they've just been a bit more traditional in its... Now the smell of it is pretty nice. And you've got the, definitely a caramel coming through, mm. that's quite... Hints of caramel, yeah. Yeah, on the label it says it's thick, dark, chocolatey viscosity that reveals the real inspiration behind the name. All right. Have you tried it? Taste-wise, again, very bitter, like the uh, the IPA we just had, the Stone IPA, was it? Mm. It's very bitter, but... A, a very different bitter. It is different, that's the thing, yeah. It's not the same bitter, but it is... But this is almost like a quite a fresh, short-lived bitter. It's like, not overpowering. Yeah, it doesn't stay in your tongue for long, I feel, mm. whereas a, like the Stone IPA, it definitely sits there for a while. It lingers, whereas mm. this it's starting to fade already. Mm. But I do love the smell of it. Just, I mean, it's it's definitely a stout, isn't it? It's beautiful. Mm. It's it's got chocolatey caramel. Actually, although it comes through in most stouts, I, I usually taste coffee. Not picking up oh. at all in this one, actually. Really, I'm, I'm tasting coffee. Yeah, really. strong coffee. Very strong coffee. I can just get it at the bottom of the bitterness. There's this just coffee granule sort of taste that I'm getting. Which, you know what? I never thought I'd like coffee this much. Yeah. I think stouts are currently my favourite. I'm just getting a lot of a lot of caramel, a lot of chocolate. Mm. And I, I tell you what, stout, I don't know if it's just stout or just the taste of it, it gives me that very manly feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's called engine oil, but I really just do want to go and mess around with a car engine and probably break it because I wouldn't have a clue what I'm doing. But, go start the yeah. fight or two. Yeah, or, or at least open the bonnet and look at it and like... Oh yeah, be like, oh yeah, there's the battery, <laughs> there's look, the oil. Yeah, yeah, that's the engine. Yeah. Engine. <laughs> yeah. That's a headline. Now, unfortunately... Yeah. Get, get a bit of grease on my hands, wipe it on my nose, look like I know what I'm doing. Exactly. You know. If only we could use the uh, engine oil as engine oil, that'd be something. I just want to have a little mark across my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> just a grease mark across your forehead. Somebody asks, what have you been doing? Fucking messing up a car, mate. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that if this is what engine oil tastes like, I won't be driving anywhere because of all the drink at all. Well, it's a good thing it doesn't. Because <laughs> then we would have no engine oil and we would not be able to drive. Do you guys think on this show, um, bringing on any kind of, you know, stout, dark beer is almost like a hack to getting into the top ranks? We might be heavily biased. In this, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we are getting a bit biased here. Because I feel like I might be getting the top spots. But we haven't tried this uh, German wheat beer yet, so you know, you never yeah. know. And guess who also brought stout? Oh! <laughs> stout off! Stout off! Stout fight, stout fight. <laughs> so yeah, I guess uh, you don't have the top spot secured. But. Let's just, let's just say I think I'm currently in pole position. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. No, I've got to say, it is a lovely, lovely beer. And just, there's no light coming through it. Yeah. It's just so dark. It is like oil. Not a single yeah. hint. Like, last but, time we had some stouts. Yeah. Slight bit of light would come from here. Nothing. Hey, this comes from Scotland. Mm. I've got to say, even though it is quite thick, it is really refreshing, mm. I think. Maybe especially after the, the quite bitter um, IPA. But it's, it's less of a hit to the uh, taste buds, which makes it much nicer. Yeah, obviously it's not nitro, so it's not um, mm. thick and smooth like a, 
um, a Guinness from the tap is, but yeah. even like Guinness Original, you know, that's carbonated rather than nitro. It's I've got saying it seems to be thinner than that, but it doesn't feel like it in your mouth. If you get me, mm. it's hard to say. Like, viscosity seems to change, like depending on when it's in the glass and when it's in your mouth. It's it got seems, some, yeah, a lot thicker in some the glass. Sort of like fifth state of uh, being. It reacts yeah, with yeah. saliva and just <laughs> changes. Yeah. It knows. It's sentient. Huh? Yeah, it's actually, this is what turned uh, venom into venom, that symbiotic stuff. (laughs) To be fair, yeast is alive, so if there's any yeast in this, we're drinking a living thing. So, so, I mean, it's it's Scottish. Do you know anything more about them? They've been going since 1983, Mm. um, described as rich, bittersweet, vicious. Vicious. Mm. Viscous, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This vicious beer. Slap you in the face. And velvety mouthfeel, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, uses definitely. oats. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. And I'm not biased. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, 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 we, are we keeping scores? Like, I was thinking about this. Yeah. I think we should have... A score. I, don't know, I don't know where we would put it, yeah. but have like a running tally of maybe... Who's collected the most number? Yeah, I mean, do you think we should like give a point system yeah. for like where it's ranked? Maybe. Or, yeah, or, or do we just go for like first and last place? <laughs> first place gives you like plus two, last place gives you minus one or something. I don't know. We yeah. definitely need to come up with a scoreboard. We do that and a system. Yeah. Or we like say first place is six points and then five yeah. and like that and then add it up like that. Could do. Um, yeah, or like three, two, one. Minus one. Oh, minus going into the negatives. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like that. Because then like one of us might be on like minus oh, 73 yeah. and it's like, oh. That might yeah. be good, actually. Because yeah. I like that because I think from the previous two episodes, I would currently be in the Oh yeah, you, you would be winning <laughs> a lot, mate. As I got two number one spots. We'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get our statisticians to work it all out and uh, we'll, we'll sure post it. I'm sure the listeners will be there for us in the comments letting us know who's winning and losing. They'll rub our faces in it. All right. <laughs> Now, let's get on to the good good. Uh, adding a vice beer. Are we ready? Hold Excellent on. pronunciation. Do this close to the mic so you can it's hear it. to have the support of having it on a table instead of holding it up. So I was like holding it up to the mic. I'm not going to give you too much because I know what you're like. Less of like an excitement. Talk to me. Although you probably have the most anyway if you have the biggest glass. No, I know Erdig is pretty much a staple in Germany, right? Like, adding a, I believe, is a this pretty is well not, known. This is nothing special out there. Like, you pick up a, a bottle of this for like 40 cents. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, in Germany, there's a lot of beer makers. Yeah. So, when we have our day trip over there, guys. It's a day trip. I believe, I believe is it named after the city, Erdinger? So, basically, it might be. I didn't get enough time to do enough research on this. I do have a little thing that. It's not too far outside Munich. I believe we had the 14 year old from Strongbow, but it was closed on that What we know is that Preverbauer has been brewing their Bavarian beer for over 100 years. Beers like this classic Heffer Weissbier have attributed to their international success and are reasons why this brewery is, to this day, the largest wheat beer brewery in the world. A Weissbier Hefeweser 
Actually, on the top it says, with a whole bunch of heifer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you did a heifer out of <laughs> With a whole bunch of heifer. <laughs> All what, the what, heifer. What, what is heifer? Is that just weeds or? Heifer is the German word for wheat, right? Am I mistaken? Uh, I don't I know. I feel like it is. Google Translate it right now, mate. I, I didn't no, wait, go to it's, agriculture it's, it's classes. It's a wheat, obviously, like, beer. Does not not mean wheat? Weiss means white, Weiss. so it's oh, white. white beer. So it's sort of white wheat. Yeah, so, but and then like six times over, it just says like with fine yeah. heifer. Yeah, heifer's hef- yeast. Heifer's yeast <laughs> with fine uh, yeast. <laughs> it says it right here, mate. Yeast. Damn yeast, yeah. you fine. Well, I've got to say, what well, most Erdings as well, they they are sort of like bot conditioned, I believe, aren't they? So there, there would be a little bit of yeast in the bottom quite often. There's definitely some yeast in the bottom. In. I can see like a line yes, going around here. No, that's on the oh, exterior. No, yeah. oh, no, it's on the exterior. I think no, that's get, on the interior. Yeah, maybe you can get some uh, live versions then. But I remember talking to a couple of uh, German colleagues before, and over in Germany, it seems that it's definitely a different drinking culture over to the UK. So much so that I remember him saying he likes to go to the gym, he also likes a beer, but when you come straight out of the gym, you don't particularly want a, a strong German uh, oh, no. wheat, wheat beer. So apparently over in Germany, the, the no, no percent alcohol erding is a massive... For like things like that, after you go to the gym, you still go down to the pub. But you'd have your zero percent, you know, to keep the <laughs> carbs down. You don't have the alcohol, calories, all sorts of those things. I've got to say, Germans just love their beer. It they drink it differently here. We almost drink beer like I feel like we drink it. Obviously, in the yeah. craft scene, you appreciate it. In the craft scene, yeah, but most Outside people drink that, it to just get drunk. You're drinking beer to get drunk, so you don't really care what you're drinking. But there, it's they have like so many beers. And the fact that you can drink from the age of 16 goes to show they consider it more of a, what's it, a on cultural. par with a soft drink. It's like a cultural drink yeah. rather than like, this is something that needs to be saved for yeah. adults. Mm. It's part of, yeah, their way of life. Yeah, yeah like you were saying. They, they, they enjoy it rather than drink it to get pissed. Yeah. 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 They do it more for the yeah. enjoyment of the actual drink. Than maybe just the, yeah, maybe the Germans were the first real beer connoisseurs. Maybe. Right. There's only one way to find out. I think the, a close uh, competition with the Belgians. Yeah, but, yeah, good enough. But anyway. But yes, just, now, the colour, bear. very cloudy. Not as golden as the, uh, what was the first one we had? The, no. the goose. The goose. Goose not, Island. Not, goose not as golden as the goose or the stone IPA, but still pretty good, but it is very cloudy. I can barely see through it. Now, it's not got a very smell, strong smell to it, though. <clears throat> can detect a bit of wheat but it's not overpowering and the flavour again it's okay but it's not as powerful as what we've had before it's not as it doesn't last as long mm. <coughs> yeah, it's not a bit. it's not strong at all it's very very drinkable mm. very this is something you're going to have like throughout the night yeah. and just keep drinking this then. is something you could have by the litre maybe yeah yeah <laughs> I think that's there was some like, yeah, sort of drinking vessel that you could get in liters. I don't know, but um, yeah, of course, it's almost got that um, German. Uh, sorry, not German. That Belgian spiciness that you get in a lot of the Belgian ales. I can never really put my finger on it, but it's just a slight spice hmm. to it. Whether that's German, whether that's the the yeast they use, I'm not sure. It might be, but it's definitely something that could. See myself, unlike the uh, Goose 312, drinking more than once in the night. Mm. 
what was our record in Munich? We must have had like what three or four steins of this stuff back to back. Yeah, not not Erdinger exactly. I think it was Augustina or Hofbrau, yeah. but, but you it had was, a wheat beer. It was a wheat beer. Yeah. You crazy kids! Saying so, so that, I, I think um, in most places that Hefeweizen doesn't usually come in a stein, though, did it? It always came in the um, five hundred. Yeah, I think in the Augustina it definitely did, but yeah. in the Hofbrauhaus they didn't give a sh. Oh, yeah. And crap, yeah. they would just like put it all into a Stein yeah. and charge him 14 euros yeah. for it. Steins everywhere. Yeah, because there's a very sort of specific glass for um, these uh, German wheat beers, isn't there? Mm. It looks more like a, a vase than mm. necessarily a, a pint glass. It's usually very tall. And you think, especially next to an English pint glass, you're like, how are these the same quantity? Like, what's going on here? But yeah, it's just the shape of the glass. It adds to the uh, drinking experience, I believe. Well, I think if we do this properly, there are different types of glasses we should be using for different types of beer. So what you're saying is we need to invest in glasses. Yeah. All right. But, well, but then it gets even more complicated, especially when you go to a Belgian beer. Each Belgian beer is supposed to have its very own glass. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the Quark beer. No, I have not. I've got a quite bottle coming up sometime, but yeah. I haven't seen the I haven't seen yeah, the glass. I, I, I've got the glass. I'll bring it in. What what does this what does it look like then? This um, glass? It's basically like a um, the downward slope of um, a, a, a vice beer, yeah. but then it's got a rounded bottom, so you need to have it in like this wooden holder to hold it up. Yeah, because it won't hold up. It won't stand up by Is itself. It's almost like a beaker. It yeah, like a yeah, beaker. almost like a beaker, <laughs> and it sits in this wooden uh, wooden holder. This sounds amazing. Yeah, I had I had it in uh, Bruges, and then I bought like a uh, a kit. So yeah, I think you got I got four quack beers and the glass, just because it's so unusual. But I swiftly remember going around in Bruges, the um, the, the woman giving the tour, distinctly saying each Belgian beer has its very own glass, like Duval Lef. Yeah, they all wow. have their own That's glass amazing. and it should only ever be drank out of that glass so I think if we were going to specifically aim for Belgian um, <laughs> beers we need to get the right glasses yeah I, th I, I, I think we'd probably have too many glasses or same so I think um, just stick to we'll end up becoming a glass yeah. podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to go and see how glasses are produced like the process fascinates me like to taste well, what is it sand silicon yeah. silicon they melt silicon turn it into glass and then they blow it into the right shape Mad. As a ex-scientist. <laughs> I believe it's... Uh... Well, I must say, it's uh, it's not too powerful. It's very drinkable, and I like it. It's definitely not going to win. No way it's going to win, not with those stouts on the table. But and, I feel like the third place would be good for this one right now. And, and I think, admittedly, it's, it's a very heavily sort of like industrialised beer at this point. Um, Mass-produced, yeah. yeah. Definitely not on necessarily call it a craft beer, no. mainly just because it's done on such an international level. And it's uh, massively, massively mainstream. Yeah. Even here, I'd say, like, you can probably, you wouldn't have so much trouble buying yeah. yourself an Erdinger. What, what is the cutoff for it being a craft beer? For like, so in my opinion, like, you know, Blue Moon. Um, is that is, still a craft beer? Yeah, I mean, it's got to start off as a craft beer, surely. Yeah. And then, but then it was bought by, was it, was it Coors or? SAB maybe, or? Yeah. Bud, uh, one of the and, big and breweries. Now it's a huge, obviously, international beer, but is that still classed as a craft beer? What is the definite craft beer? Please let us know. On Twitter, you can find us. Yeah, and we might have a definition for you next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. 
Here we it's go. Thing, is it? Is it not? It's a. Uh, yeah. We're going clockwise <laughs> here. Wait your yep. turn, impatient. He just wants to win with his lawnmower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I don't see the lawnmower I'm, winning, mate. We've got no. two stouts. Amber yeah. Lager. <laughs> so um, next up, I have the Gorilla Chocolate and Amaretto Stout from uh, Blue Monkey Brewery. Um, Blue Monkey are based uh, in Nottinghamshire. Um, their brewery is based oh. in Gilbrook at the minute. Yeah, sorry. Just get there you the go. Um, so I think they've been around since about 2008. Wait, they're based in Nottingham? Uh, Gilbrook, behind, by, uh, behind Ikea. Oh, yeah. alright, interesting. This should be good then. Yeah, um, so I know as well, this uh, particular beer, the Chocolate Amaretto Stout, um, last year won the Nottinghamshire Beer of the Year. Um, so... Looking forward to it. Without further ado. Let's get that poured. Now, I was going to say something, but I got distracted when you mentioned Nottingham. Mm. And now I can't remember it for the life of me. Oh yes, what percentage are we looking at here? That's That was my question. Um, it's, it's quite reasonable, uh, 4.9. That's not bad. And again, the colour of it. It's, uh, I can see a bit of light coming through, but still, it is just pure darkness. So, um, Gorilla Stout being a quite big beer for Blue Monkey. So they've got their Gorilla Stout and they've done a fair few variations. There was a, um, obviously the chocolate Gorilla Stout. Mm. They did a chocolate and vanilla Stout as well. So this is one of their sort of like varying ones. I've been uh, very lucky and in the past I've managed to get a, a mini keg of this as well. And I've got to say it's one of my all time favorite beers. First off, the, the smell of it, mm. it's so powerful. I smell chocolate. I don't yeah. smell beer, I smell chocolate. It's, That's amazing. Yeah, you get just, Chocolate powder, like you just opened a fresh can of, you know, like really nice hot chocolate. Oh, oh my god, it's nothing but chocolate I'm smelling. I, it's no, great. But I, I think you get the amaretto in there. I was going to well, say, really I'm sweet. getting marzipan. Yeah, yeah marzipan. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I smell it now. Chocolate marzipan. For me personally, it's like dessert in a glass. It's fantastic. I can't wait to taste it. I don't want to drink it, I just want to smell <laughs> it. That is, I am thinking, like, if it tastes terrible, I'm just going to sit here and they, smell it for the rest of the... They, they need to do air freshening for this, I feel. Yeah. They definitely should do, but here's something for you listeners. Now, this has been sitting in my fridge for a week, and I have been very tempted to drink it. But I did not. This is why I specifically uh, checked beforehand, I, I, because I, I wouldn't I, have blamed you if I you saw had it, and I was like, <laughs> this looks amazing. Chocolate amaretto. Yes, I want it. Oh, it's for the podcast. I'll wait. Because, yeah, I could enjoy it by myself. But then you guys wouldn't get to enjoy listening to us enjoy it. And yeah. from, what I can, from what I can smell, I feel like we've got number one right here. And, and, the smell of it. And, and this particular one, the, the chocolate and amaretto gorilla stout, um, they don't brew it all year round. It's usually only around sort of like festival season that it seems to come out, um, which is, makes it even all the more special when you manage to get a bowl, I find. But they do it every festival season. Like there aren't any plans to I, I, discontinue. I, I, I hope not. I will. I will generally cry if there's the a sad day if they can discontinue um, yeah. it. This like, I don't know if this happens in the craft beer scene, but I feel like this is one of those where you buy the bottle, and I don't know if you can age beer like you can age wine. But I feel like this is one of those special ones where you can like hold on to it, hold on to it, and then twenty years later the bottle's worth like a hundred quid or something. And you're like, <laughs> this is a vintage. Chocolate amaretto they stout. They crafting it yeah. this year, now it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, especially if they discontinue it. I mean, beer doesn't age. Does it not? Well, it, no. Usually, like, within the sort of like, time it takes to brew, it definitely matures in the bottle. But, I mean, the reason that it's in brown glass is because sun basically deteriorates. Oh, yeah, sunlight. Well. You have to keep it yeah. somewhere. Like wine, I guess. You have to yeah. keep it somewhere dark in the cellar if mm. you're going to do that. But, now, 
The smell, amazing. The taste, mm. very mild. It definitely smells stronger than... The smell is much stronger taste. than the taste is. Like, I can smell the amaretto and the chocolate. When I drink it, I can't taste mm. it as much. But it's not extremely bitter either. Yeah. It's, it's well, because it's quite cold, it might be sort of um, dampening the flavours a bit. But I've, I've got to say, amaretto, it just tastes like they've taken some almond extract and just dropped it in at the end or something. Because you just get marzipan, sort of like... Slightly chocolate-tinted mm. marzipan. That is the one taste that is sticking out, is the amaretto. Mm. Yeah. Marzipan sort of feeling, and a little bit of chocolate, but mostly mm. just marzipan in my mouth. I've got to say, no bitterness at all. I think it's far too sweet for any bitterness. I'm getting slight bitterness. Very thin layer, I think, but still. I think we need a spin-off from the podcast that's maybe like a video series where we're like daytime drinking on the road and we go to different breweries like... Uh, these guys yes and yeah I would just love to show people well, this is what I was sort of like maybe saying a bit before as well that if it does maybe take off and people are actually listening we might actually be able to get like basically Brewers have another person on yeah. and they basically we either do all of their beers mm. yeah. so we maybe do maybe yeah, somebody comes in and shows us their beers yeah. and tells if us people, about them if people are interested they can get like a special offer and try all the beers that, that we, we tried try. and they yeah, ship code going or ship them to them. Yeah. I think we're talking too much about business and not enough about this, this beautiful, this. beautiful stout. Again, with <laughs> dark colour and its amazing smell. Now, what kind of meal would you have this with? Is my question. Now, would you have this with your dessert or would you have it before your dessert? I think you have to have it with your dessert, really, for the smell I, alone. I personally would have two pints of this for my dessert. For dessert? <laughs> you wouldn't even have a dessert. No. So you wouldn't have like a... Liquid dessert, I think, is what I would call this. So you wouldn't have a mud pie, Mississippi mud pie, I, I nice and chocolatey. I'm, I'm not going to lie, that would be amazing. There you go, there would. you go, mate. It would. Especially that really a clacky, you know, really... Really like rich ch- chocolate, in your mouth. and then this just to wash it down with that slight oh. amaretto to it. Oh, that'd be incredible. That's another segment we need to start. Yeah. What do we eat with each of the drinks? Pairing. Pairing is an important yeah. thing we need to start. Uh, I've got to say, because um, I'm a big fan of a uh, big shout out to uh, Andy's Burger Shack mm. in Nottingham, a um, beautiful restaurant, and they quite often have had this on tap. I've got to say, every time I've seen it on tap, I obviously have it. They have it on tap there. That's amazing. Occasionally. Okay. Still, um, that's, that's good. And I've got to say, it goes amazingly well with a sloppy Joe burger. So chili con carne on top of a burger with sweet potato fries and a pint of this. I don't think I've ever and, had a sloppy Joe. Yeah. Have you not? I've not. I want to try a sloppy Joe, but I've never I, actually I mean, had time. Do you like chili con carne? Yes. Do you like burgers? Yes. You'll love a sloppy Joe. <laughs> Is there cheese on it? Um, I think so. Surely, yeah. like, I'm yeah, sure yeah. every single one of burgers. <coughs> yeah, I expect a bit of cheese on top of the mm. burger and the chili con carne on top of that. Mm. Oh. Of course, uh, I, I mean, I'm maybe not talking about this enough because I have had it so many times, but it's just a fantastic beer, personally. I mean, it's very sweet. One of the sweetest beers um, mm. I personally like. I'm not usually a massive fan of sweet beers, but amaretto, chocolate. Again, it's more of a pudding than a beer, I feel. Oh, yeah. I could sit here and just smell this yeah. all day. We need to talk to these guys and get an air freshener made. ASAP. Airwick and these. Airwick yeah. and these guys put, put them together. Perfect air freshener. I mean, they definitely have a branch that before. I know um, the last time I went to their brewery to buy a couple of beers, they had done a uh, a whiskey 
based on their, I think it's their IPA. Mm. Um, so sort of like the wort that you make from the IPA is then distilled into a whiskey. That sounds interesting. Single malt, mm. which um, actually I, I had a very small sort of like sample of and it was fantastic. I, I think you find a lot of um, breweries seem to be doing that recently. I know um, Wild um, Brewery, um, the one with the deer antlers. Yeah. Um, they've expanded into whiskey, into gin, okay. into all sorts. Hmm. So obviously, Sounds uh, interesting. Yeah. Especially whiskey, you basically, to make whiskey, you make beer to start with mm. and then distill it. So I suppose it makes kind of sense. Might, they might as well, if they've got yeah. the uh, raw ingredients for it. Yeah. It's a, a bit of extra product and depending on how well it tastes, could be the next mm. big thing. <sighs> Does yeah. whiskey need to be aged for a considerable In amount of time? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, admittedly, I think this was like a five-year-old, so, I mean, usually minimum, especially like if you go for mm. Scottish whiskies, it's usually like ten years, eight years. Oh, that's why whiskey's so it's great. It's nice one. So why don't we start the whiskey club anyway? Because <laughs> that's something I'd be down for. Yeah, definitely another Whiskey with Noobs podcast. <laughs> Same with beer with noobs. We There's only one it. whiskey I really drank. I think that's Jack Daniels. Anything other than that, I'll be amazed by. Is that a whiskey? I think technically Tennessee we call whiskey, it a whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Interesting thing with uh, Jack Daniels mm. um, is that um, legally they're not allowed to uh, reuse barrels. All so right. a lot of Scottish and uh, Irish whiskies, they obviously reuse the barrels a lot because mm. it contains the Add more flavours and more. Whereas uh, Jack Daniels, legally, they're just not allowed to reuse the casks. So they have to use a fresh cask every time. So a lot of um, Scottish, Irish take distilleries their old take their old barrels. That's genius. And use that for flavour. <clears throat> and as well, another um, interesting fact about Jack Daniels, even though obviously completely unrelated to this podcast, but, um, is I believe where it's distilled and um, bottled is in a dry state in America. Oh yeah, Tennessee. I yeah. believe it's a dry state. Lynchburg, Tennessee. Um, or county, because I think yeah. they don't have yeah. actual dry they're, states, it's counties. They're and less yeah, like a drink in there. Yeah, and so <laughs> basically you can technically go to the store, You can. I'm not even sure you can buy it there. You're definitely not allowed to drink it where it's actually made. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, it's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, you can keep bullshit, but you know. That's life. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so, sorry, Americans. I, I found myself just sipping this one. It's, it's, I, want it, I don't want it to stop. I don't want to stop enjoying it. I just want it to last forever. Yeah, maybe we should at least get a, two lots of glasses so we can... <laughs> just in case it lasts a bit too long. All I'm saying is enjoy this beautiful chocolate amaretto stuff. But obviously, when you, when you to... taste the amber lager, you're going to so, completely forget that. <laughs> so now tell us, tell us a bit about the lawnmower while we're finishing off our chocolate amaretto here. So it sounds like, where's it from, first off? Is it American? Is it British? Is it Australian? I want it to be Australian because I kind of feel like we need some Australia up in here. They might have said that there's something about the um, the artwork on it that does look almost Australian. I'm not sure. I feel I get why. an Australian vibe from it. Yeah, maybe it's using <laughs> the same font as. Uh, I don't want to tell you guys where it's from. Where's it from? Where's it from? Where's it from? It's from the same place where Wolf Warning came from. <laughs> It's Swedish. <laughs> Swedish! Okay, okay. interesting. <clears throat> Brewed so in good. Falkenberg. I never would have yeah. expected the Swedish to name one of their alcoholic drinks a lawnmower. So, yeah, so this is the, the second uh, lager we've tried, right? After. 
Yeah, well, yeah, we had uh, with the double, the double brew yeah, lager, <laughs> which was not the best. Yeah, uh, we, we, which got beat out by Krabby's, if I remember correctly. Oh my god, it got beat out by Krabby's. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Krabby's. Give me a sponsorship. <laughs> What exactly are they sponsoring? <laughs> you, How you amazing I am! D and D. Yes, you can sponsor D and D, guys. It's great. Yeah, do you maybe want to plug your? Uh, <laughs> well, it's starting next week, so I'll plug it then. Well, no, you got to build the hype, right? Rooms type. Um, but yeah, that little promotional stunt I proposed. I was thinking of another one. We should like speak to some breweries and say like, we just want to fill up a swimming pool with some beer. <laughs> You in? <laughs> but one thing I was thinking, like, surely you like start small and local. You know, like the old angel. Yeah. If we could sort of like try and convince, say, like their head brewer to sit down with us for an hour. Yeah. We Go test some drinks. Yeah. yeah. We test some beers and record and we talk to him and get actually our answers answered rather than us just trying to <laughs> hopefully yes. Google it or wing it. Yeah. Okay. The moment has come, boys. This is it. Larger redemption. I think there's a <laughs> That was a nice sound. That was a beautiful sound. Oh! <laughs> Spillage is leakage. <laughs> you know, it doesn't help that it's near the wire connected to the microphone, which would have screwed us. <laughs> Although the colour of it, again, it's clear, but it is goldenly, goldenly orange. Goldenly orange. It does look very lagery, doesn't it? This is what you expect a lava to look like. So that's a good sign. That's a very good sign. Thank you. Oh, I don't like the smell though. <laughs> Straight off the bat. Supper smells off about it. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's weirdly sweet smelling, isn't it? Let me get a smell. It's he doesn't like it either. I'll tell you what, I'm almost getting... <laughs> <laughs> Reminded <laughs> of the what was it wolf warning? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's terribly sweet smelling. There's something about this. I don't know. The thing is, it's not a nice sweet. It's a sickly sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's very sickly, sickly sweet smell. I'm I'm so sorry about that. Let's wait for the taste. Let's wait for the taste. No, we, we've had a couple that smelled horrible and tasted. Which nice. was name one? Um, <laughs> which was also terrible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's just All right. Get it. Here we go. Yeah, that's not particularly good. <laughs> maybe Lager didn't try them today, <laughs> but you know, mark my words. Maybe, maybe the Swedish just have a very different idea of what Lager tastes like, don't I? I don't know what to make of this, because... I've got to say, it's better than a wolf warning, but not, not, yeah. not, not much Not better. by much, not by much. No, it's definitely not what I hyped it up to be. No, I don't know I, what I've got to say, it, it, is, it is quite similar. <laughs> It's, it's, I think it's a little bit more drinkable though. Mm. It's not as bad as a uh, Wolf Warriors. Yeah. It's just got that weird sour, bittery, sour bitterness after it. Yeah, it? You know, which puts you off of it. The mistake I've been making is I've been laying Lager's fate in the hands of the Swedes and we know they <laughs> Wait, can't was, deliver. Was on the Swedes as well? <laughs> it was. Stop trusting the Swedes with Lager. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're about chocolate. I mean, no, so, 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 so they're about meatballs. Yeah. Meatballs! <laughs> and furniture. Yeah. Let's bring in some meatballs, guys. Make, make it, it off cars. <laughs> See, now I want meatballs. I hope you're happy. 
I know, surely we've got to go to, what, the Danish? The, the Danish? <laughs> the Danish, maybe. Leave it to me, I'll yeah. find it, I'll find it. It'll <laughs> take me some time, but I'll get there. I expect you to get there soon. <laughs> One of these days, a lager will top our rankings. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> Here's the thing, we're going to start all bringing just stouts to try and win. It's going to be nothing but stouts from now the podcast, like, Stout craft. Stout lovers. <laughs> we're not the craft boys, we're the stout boys. Yeah. Well, the stout studs. Well, well I was thinking, so that doesn't happen, do you think we should maybe start doing um, types of beer? Each week, yeah, we have a different type of beer where we have two of the same type. That would be interesting. That, I think that might be a better so, structure. So we just bring an IPA, picking up the IPAs against each other. I think style. that might be a better way because otherwise the stats are. But, but I'm yes. sorry to say I I this, shouldn't have talked so highly of this lager and how it's going to be everyone. So, so once again, just so um, I know uh, what to avoid. What, what's it called again? It's yeah, called um, good call. The Lawnmower Amber Lager. I'm not sure why it's an amber lager. I guess you know it is amber. It's a lager. Yeah, yeah I would say it's very slightly good. amber. It's not as amber as some of the amber stuff I've had. I, I tell you what, maybe that's why it's called lawnmower. The smell of it could maybe be a little, like freshly cut grass no, out of the no, lawnmower. No, freshly cut grass smells nice. I'm this not gonna lie. The only smell I'm getting stuff. is marzipan. <laughs> you got marzipan stuck in your nose, mate. Sniff this bottle. I feel like we know who the winner is. Can I just like stick that bottle to my nose? <laughs> <laughs> so we know who the winner is. I need, I need some refresher. Ah, oh, the marzipan. So good. But yeah, this has been a, I'm sorry to say this, yeah. a disappointment. The Look. smell is weak, the taste is weak. You sound like the Simon Cowell <laughs> craft beer world. It's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know who I'm going to be now, Simon Cowell of the craft beer world. Uh, I've got to say, lawnmower is a bit of a disappointment to end on, especially after some uh, real Especially after beers. the, yeah, the yeah. armoretto infused chocolate we just had. I bet you wish you'd let me go first. <laughs> we should have let him go first. But, you know, we live and we learn. We'll go anti-clockwise from that one. <laughs> you can go first, and then we'll move around. Just don't end it with me. Yeah, Never no. end it with you. <laughs> Again, even trying to aerate it, I don't get much of a flavour change. for a fact, the Crafty Boys t-shirts are going to be your face doing that. <laughs> with like the yeah, <laughs> do it, mate. Oh, I have to put my face everywhere, as long as I'm like... <laughs> as long as it's me aerating, you can put my face on whatever you yeah, want, mate. I, I feel like I'm at like, a wine tasting or something. <laughs> well, well, somebody has to bring glass yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> Where's the bowl where we spit into? You know? <laughs> spit oh, it's a house face. Yeah, oh, actually, if you really want to. Just... <laughs> 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 it's getting a bit weird now. Getting a bit weird now. Right. Um... So I think um, now we've got to <laughs> rank them. All, all of them, rank them. So um, obviously, just a quick rundown again. Um, we've got the Lawnmower mm-hmm. uh, Amber Ale by is it um, Backyard Brew. We've got um, Old Engine Oil by um, Hoveston, Hoveston's. Erdinger, Vice there, obviously. Goose Island Goose Three One Two or Three Hundred and Twelve. Mm-hmm. Not really sure. Like Blink One Eight Two is the whole. You call it, I don't know. Um, Blink yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we've got the uh, Gorilla Chocolate and Amaretto Stout from Blue Monkey and the Stone IPA from Stone Brewery. So, I believe the uh, Amaretto one. Well I, well, well, I feel like we can just get out of the way first and last. 
first place. So, I mean, personally, I think um, Chocolate Amaretto Stout is in first place. Can, uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, second up. Oh, well, we're not going to just put Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, I think we'll just put the lawnmower right at the end. Now, right, second right the place. End. Yeah, second place. Mm. See, Erdinger was good. It was yeah. good. Now, the Stone IPA also was very good, but engine you know oil. I mean, engine yeah. oil, though. Engine yeah. oil was I think, great. Yeah, engine oil, second place. Now, third place, is it going to be the Stone IPA? I mean, I personally think Stone IPA. Erdinger. Because I do, I, do, nice I do think Erdinger was a bit bland. It was just very no, I say we go Stone IPA, Erdinger, Erdinger and then yeah. Reese. So, the order of victory. Yep. You have the uh, Blue Monkey Brewery, Gorilla Chocolate and Amaretto. And then we have yeah. Engine Oil. Engine Oil is second. Old Engine Oil is second. Yeah. And we have the Stone IPA, followed by Erdinger Weissbier. And then the uh, Goose Island Beer Company Goose. 312 Urban Wheat Ale, and followed by, of course, Lawnmower, which, uh, it was something, to it say was, the least. It was something. Not something to be remembered. Also, yes, yeah, so sorry, uh, the Lawnmower is Flackenberg Brewery. Yeah. So, crafted in the backyard of Flackenberg Brewery. Loud, noisy taste, yet refreshing balance. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't I get don't know, I, I got the loud and noisy taste, just not the refreshing balance. But no, it's a brilliant selection, I feel, uh, today. We, we're definitely getting better. Um, yeah, so. Those are, those, that is our opinion. If you uh, have your own opinion, please leave them in the comments. And we look forward to hearing from them. And yeah, we can catch us on Twitter. Um, just just search daytime drinking, hopefully daytime you can find drinking, us. Yeah. Daytime um, drinkers on there. Daytime, daytime drinkers, yeah. 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 That's the one that we've got. And we'll answer any questions you have. And if you have any recommendations, please leave them with us. We'll test them out and give yeah. our opinion. Yeah, and please correct us on any of the terrible facts we came out oh, with. Oh, of course. Or, and the naming. Yeah, and, and the naming. And if any breweries want to send us beer, we're more than happy yeah. to give it a taste. Yeah. Great. So, uh, catch you on the next round. You've been tuned in to Daytime Drinking. <laughs> with the craft boys. <laughs> 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 <laughs>